the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Got an app idea that you think will be the next unicorn, but you don't know what to do next? Well, with more than 15 years of experience creating software, b7dev.com can help you out. Schedule a free one-hour call by going to b7dev and let them know that Steve sent you. That, once again, is b7dev.com. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content related to helping you grow your app downloads and, more importantly, those revenues, like I say, week in and week out. Welcome to our Friday YouTube stream. We go live every Friday, 9 a.m. Pacific, so make sure you join live. Or if you can't listen or if you can't watch, you'd rather listen, well, make sure you subscribe to that podcast by going to appmasters.com slash iTunes or finding us on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And today we're going to talk a little bit about iOS 16, those features, and then we're also going to talk about some of the pitfalls that you got to avoid when you're developing your app. I'm in a hotel room, if you can't tell, but I went to the App Promotion Summit. I spoke there about the monetization tricks that we have in the academy, but it was a great event at Promotion Summit. They're going to do one in Berlin in December, but shout out to James and his team. Great event. And it speaks volumes to meeting people in person. This guy I've been trying to convince before we went live to meet in person, but longtime sponsor of the show, longtime friend of the show. Super excited. If you're looking for an app development firm to really help you out, and scale and develop the right features without spending hundreds of thousands of, of dollars on a useless app. Well, this is the guy I recommend. It is b7dev.com. And representing b7dev, it is Haim. Welcome back, Haim. Hi, Steve. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm great, my friend. So always good. This is like our quarterly check-in or semi-annual check-in. We check in all the time. So Haim, I wanted to talk to you about, since you're more of the technical guy, what are some of the exciting iOS 16 features that you're like, hey man, you know, these are things that I'm really looking forward. We think it's going to help you get maybe an Apple feature. We think it's going to help your apps, retention, monetization, all that jazz. What are the features that you're most excited about? Yeah, well, they, they just released the iOS uh, 16. It's a very advanced package of uh, uh, features and features and features, more than 400 new features. Yeah. And mostly the three more important ones that are for <laughs> the development side of you, because you know that most of features are proprietary to them. You cannot touch those things, but what they, yes, do allow for us developers to play with, there are three very exciting points that I want to remark here. The first of of everything, the most important thing is the uh, walkie-talkie function that you can play with the API. It's called push to talk. So you can, uh, like a WhatsApp that you are recording messages, sending to the other side, they, they are uh, enabled this. It's called Push to Talk, and it's just released on uh, OS okay. 16. Okay, so any kind of uh, reminder, any kind of communication, voice communication, 
but built in into the OS, you don't need external servers, you don't need it all. You just need to work with the with the API built in. Okay. Of course, that the phone is, is important to remark. The device should be updated to OS 16. Okay. The second thing that I want to remark here is a very interesting mm -hmm. thing that is called the weather kit. You can add real-time weather data from the Apple weather app into your app. Okay, for example, um, we, we were talking with a wow. customer that works uh, with an app for golf courses and etc. that if he's listening now, he will be mm -hmm. reminding this. And he wanted to add weather live information for uh, uh, advising the players uh, about the weather conditions of the, of the fields and golf uh, courses, but you can mix and match uh, weather information into local recommendations or forecasts, etc., etc., also included in OS 16. The third one, and, and, and every, with every OS release, is getting more and more and more elaborated. And honestly, I don't see a lot of developers uh, uh, harnessing this, okay, leveraging this power is the machine learning yeah. toolkit, okay? The machine learning toolkit is really improved on this. Uh, what it means that you can work with machine learning, I mean, all kind of machine learning, artificial intelligence applications, okay? Built it into the phone. You don't need to call an external phone. You don't need to uh, hire an external guy that is a specialist on machine learning. You can uh, start playing with that at the phone itself, okay? So you can recognize images from pictures, text from pictures, sounds, words, from audio messages, from songs. You can analyze information. I mean, there is a, a, a whole new kit of improvements. And, and, and again, I don't, I'm not seeing new apps harnessing this for iOS only, okay? But this is really great because yeah. you can do a lot of uh, uh, smart things on the app. So those are my three, my three picks from the, the list of more of uh, 400 uh, new features on iOS 16. What about the lock screen? Anything in that that we as developers have to know about with the customization? That's all I'm seeing on the internet and social yeah. media, Heim, where it's like this new lock screen is yeah, so but amazing. It's not new to OS 16. It's just improved. They just improved the, okay. the widgets and the, and the approach that they are using. Of course, that with every new release, they are giving more and more uh, fine tuning to that. But it's not, I mean, it was already on, on 14 and 15, I remember, the, the, the new lock screen. Yeah, I like it. Okay, the so let's move on to our main topic. I want to say hi to Ricardo. What's happening, my friend? Luke, good to see you. But hey, Adrian, good to see you. Adrian, there's some people from Ireland, Scotland, UK that were at the event, man. You should have been there. Taha, good to see you, man. Cool. I'm hoping to go out to Europe for one of these events. I just I haven't gone to the event. I'm just like super energized. And it's just so different to meet people in person. And then Asa La Vista just said, hi, what's happening? All right, let's get to the some of the pitfalls. So what would you say is the number one pitfall that app developers make when developing their app, their idea into an app? But you know, when I talk with a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people that thanks to the show and thanks to the podcast and thanks to, we have so many years on the market that they call me and they uh, tell me about the idea. 
So the, the big, the, the first problem that I see is they don't know what is the scope of the first version, the first MVP, the first version. Okay. So the idea is not yeah. to do it, not too small for the people, not to feel a difference and not too big. I mean, if you create a monster, uh, I mean, could be good for a first version, but it will take a long time to develop and a lot of money. You need to understand what is the sweet spot between not a very small thing and a, a very big thing. Okay. So basically what you need to do is go and focus on the main idea, the main problem you want to, to solve a go for that. Okay. Show to the people that you can solve or entertain them in a, in a, in a unique way. Okay. And start growing from there and then don't do it too much, uh, you know, small that they say, I can do this with another app. Okay, you need to get into the, the right point mm -hmm. where it's not too small for this and not too big for that. Yeah. I like it. I think it's also important to do a little bit of market research just to make sure that there's an idea there that there's a market to tap into i'm trying to put together a case study and i just want more revenues coming out of this case study but like how do you build the nap that ultimately is a six-figure business but you know one of the case studies we have is like doing a lot of extensive keyword research figuring out if we can rank for that keyword and then building an app around a keyword versus an idea too but i like what you said hey Make sure you understand what's the main problem you're solving. All right, we have seven. The time, second one so what's is the next kind one? Of funny. Better look stupid and obvious than too much complicated. Okay, explain your idea in a very, very, I mean, stupid proof way. Don't over elaborate and try to be super smart because, you know, the, the, I mean, I, I'm not super smart. I'm very stupid. So I want to understand on the first side, the first five seconds, 10 seconds, I want to understand the idea. Okay, go for that. Don't, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, later when you have uh, uh, feedback from the from the people, uh, you have a proven system that works and et cetera, start to complicate and start to do advanced features. In the beginning, just uh, you need to do it. Uh, it's, you know, it's the, like they were saying, keep it simple and stupid. Okay, so that that's the way that should be a first version. Of this. Yeah. Okay. Later, you will have time and more budget and more experience to do more advanced things. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay, what's the next one? The next one is something related, very much related to what you do. That is, when you are planning for the app, don't forget to earmark money for the marketing. Okay, the app could be really super duper fantastic. If no one knows that you have this super app, it's worth zero. Okay, so you need to reserve some money, even to pay Steve to tell you how to promote it in a guerrilla way or something that, that will be really convenient for you. But always remember to save money aside or to calculate as a big part of your budget money for marketing. Okay, not just for developing the app and then zero dollars for the marketing. Always remember, this is very, very, very important, okay? I've seen super apps that no one knows. Why? Because they were really good, technically speaking, and they think that, okay, we finished the app, that's it, okay? Why we are not millionaire by now? Because you didn't do any marketing, okay? You need to compete again 
against millions and millions of apps every day. Okay, so you need to remember that marketing is as important as the development itself. And I'm so glad you said that and not me, because I experience that all the time. You know, a lot of the developers we work with that are collaborative, that, you know, they hire you to make it and we come there and then they're like, you know what? Maybe it's not always the case that they, they come. Duh. Anyways, I've heard it from many people. Hey, I spent it all, right? And I think of every business, you have to think of every business as a funnel. Like, all right, how am I going to get the downloads? How am I going to get the traffic? How am I going to convert them? And of that percentage, how, you know, how much am I going to charge? And it's that simple. And too many times we focus on building the product and not enough on how we're going to get to marketed. And I think for these days, it's less about like, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, I think ASO is getting harder and harder that kind of like SEO in a way, but like, I'm also thinking paid acquisition just needs to be a part of the, ch the channel. Like on launch, you need some paid acquisition. And I almost feel like if I had to pick one over the other, I rather invest in paid acquisition versus like even ASO at this point from what I've seen. So unless you start with the keywords and you build that app, but I almost want to start with the, the acquisition too. Okay. Okay. The four, the Hold four on one second. I do want to ask you something. I want to say hi to a few more people too. If I say hi to some people, they end, end up saying more hi in the comments. So I like that. All right. Nikhil, what's happening from India? And then we've got Ali from India, or I don't know, Ali. I'm sorry, I made that assumption. I was just reading the kills. But Ali, good to see you, my friend. I'm, I actually wanted to, before you go on the fourth one, maybe this is part of the seven, but what are the right trade-offs when you're developing the app? You're like, Haim, I really need this feature versus I really need this feature. How do you make, how do you advise somebody who like wants it all and to make sure that they have the right trade-offs between what they think they want to build and what you think is the right things to build? Okay, the process goes like this. Uh, they present to me a very long list of features, okay? So I start, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I start Sorry. telling them, look, this is very nice, but this will cost this amount of money, a lot. And then this mm. will take a, this amount of time, of weeks of development, months, etc. That is a lot, okay? So first of all, you understand that it's a cure. When you start the process, the customer is really super crazy, happy with all the process. Happens the same to you. I contacted Steve. Steve told me that he will prepare everything. But you say, okay, but this is taking time. Okay, it's not the from mm -hmm. the, the today for tomorrow. Okay, so the one day to another. So the, the 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 excitement is really high now that the we just started the process. Then the process gets longer and longer, and then the enthusiasm starts uh, getting getting down. Okay, so. What I tell to them is, let's do short springs, okay, is the, the, the language that is used, springs is the, the language that is used at, at the development uh, jargon, okay, small rounds of development and release a version. And then what is the basics? Uh, again, point number one, what is the app, uh, what the app needs to do first? What is the problem that we are solving? Then let's focus on that. Let's focus on, on it. Let's focus on uh, trying to solve this problem and release. Then we will be able to add more features and more features and more features. For me, I charge by the hour. So for me, the more mm -hmm. features you add, the better. But again, <laughs> I need to talk with the customer almost every day or every two, three days or every week and telling him, okay, we are on this, I mean, reporting what the advancement is. So we are on this uh, place and this place and this place. So, so. I, I need to keep the user knowing the customer. 
knowing that we have a version, he can count down on the store, he can track metrics, engagement, receiving feedback from the people. So ideally, 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 the trade-off is between cost, feature importance, and time to deliver. Okay, we need to get, I mean, for every customer, it's different. I have customers and they tell me, I don't have any problem, I have two years to develop the app. Other customers, mm -hmm. they say me, I have three months to develop the app, six months, eight months, nine, depending on the personality. I mean, it's like an investment. So it's depending on this. The question is what is working best for you as an entrepreneur to understand that first of all, you need something that you will uh, you will have on the market, on the stores, receive, you can show to potential investors, you can get users, you can increase the user base, you can receive feedback, et cetera, et cetera. Another point and the last one is remember that the bigger the app, the most potential issues of bug we have. The new every new feature enters the opens the window for new bugs, okay, for the whole app or the whole system. So I would say that going step by step is the best approach for everyone psychologically, emotionally, uh, and money-wise. Okay, going step by step, small small versions, short versions, no more than one, two months and release a new version. And then other than you have a big company and you, you can say, okay, I will play with that. Give me six months. We will fully test it several times with several people. And then we will see, we will remake. But this is for big companies. For small companies, go small, but steady. Okay, this is, this is my two cents on this in order to yeah. keep it tracked. And also under 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 the belt for for budget ones. Okay. Yeah. This is why I love having you because you know we we try to speak the truth even if it's bad for our business. Like you said, hey, you want all these features? I'm gonna bill you from the hour. <laughs> I'm happy to build you all these features, but I want you to succeed. And so you know, it's kind of like I love what you said. Take it step by step. What are the core features? And the thing that that got me thinking the most was biggest takeaway for me, Heim was. The bugs, the more features you build, the more bugs you end up having. So if you take it one step at a time, you find all the bugs and you crush them. Honestly, we, we, we did that. We did, we did big systems. The customer yeah. was super happy in the beginning, then started to get angrier and angrier and angrier. We have more yeah. bugs. Okay, we solved the bugs. Okay, now new features. Okay, those features bring more bugs. And then we fix that. And then, okay, let's release to the market. No, 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 I need... because. Yeah. This is a long conversation. This is a long conversation on this. The, the, uh, you need to have a special character to succeed in this industry because there is already WhatsApp. Why? How can I compete against WhatsApp mm -hmm. if they are so big? I don't know. You have a different approach. Maybe you, what is succeed? If you, if you make it uh, financially viable, you succeed. Okay. No, because I need, 30,000 features to compete against, my first version should compete against WhatsApp. Maybe not, I don't know. Maybe it's specific for a group of people that will work better, okay? WhatsApp is a big company, they play with big, WhatsApp, Google, Facebook, you name it. Big companies, they play with the big numbers, okay? But still, there is play or room for more entrepreneurs doing different stuffs. I mean, I mean, WhatsApp was not the first communication app, they just did something simple and small, and they started small, okay? Uh, uh, then they evolved to something different, but they released something really simple to do, okay? So you, what you need to do is to be different, 
and to market better. Okay, you don't need to be a giant to play with it. Okay, your idea, your way of working, your approach should be different and better than those companies, and then you can play with them. Yeah, I like it. I like it. And I, I like to start small too. So like back to my ASO strategy, like what are the keywords that I know can go up? So like if I think about sleep sounds or meditations, you know, do I start with breathing exercises? Do I start with deep breathing? Do I start with pace breathing? So if I am the smaller guys, I start with the very bottom because the big guys, you know, are going after meditation. I'm going to start at the very bottom, build that base, reinvest, and then start going up because eventually I'll get to meditations, but I want to start with deep breathing or pace breathing first. And so, you know, I'll lead to that point. Hey, if you're not on Walnut Creek, man, we should meet soon. You should have been at that event, bro. But I'm out in Danville. But he said, how do you compete with companies and or apps that have millions of dollars in paid acquisition versus a smaller guys? And I think, you know, that's the way I would compete. You know, go after these smaller keywords that they're not paying attention to. Again, it's, what, is, what is compete? Competing is to, to for everyone to leave that app and, and go to your app or competing is starting with an app, starting growing slowly, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and then uh, succeeding financially, just for a start, okay? If you can if you can earn more than what you spend, it's already a success, okay? Then yeah. you need to think how to grow from there. I mean, even the, the big sharks, they didn't do it one day to another. They started in the same way. Okay, with the same with the same uh, with the same concept, you know, it's it's, it's impossible to open a, a pizza parlor because you know you have big sharks with a, or a coffee shop because because you have Starbucks all around the world. But yet, small coffee shops they still make a living, okay, and then still can compete and, and grow from that. That's the idea. You are doing exactly the same. You are doing a different approach. Okay, just just the, the whole difference. I mean, we need to understand what means to succeed to succeed in, in, in the market. Okay, staying alive is already succeeding. Okay. Yeah. They even even they did about the same. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Okay, I'm, I think we're at number four now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, not number four. Okay, All right. this is very, very, very yeah, very much related now to my side. Of, of the question that the people, the customers usually uh, make us is uh, who owns the code, okay? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, the answer is the customer. Right. Never, never, never under no reason agree with a developer that says that you need to pay again for the code for them to release the code, for them to release some information. I mean, if you pay for the work, for example, my customers paid us to make the development, to make the, the engineering, and that's the time that they pay. So the work, the final work after they paid is belongs to them. Doesn't belong to me as a developer. Okay, I cannot reuse that. I cannot resell that. I cannot tell him, okay, now if you want the code, you need to, uh, pay a ransom for that. The code always belongs to the customer after he paid for that. Okay, you are paying for my time. I need to give you the product. Mm -hmm. Okay, never, never, never allow a customer. This is the one of the first things you need to ask to a development company or one developer. Who owns the code? Anything different than the customer is a no-go. It's a red flag. 
okay? Because you are paying for that work. It's not that you are sharing, other than you having a, a different agreement when you are partners or something like this. But if you pay for development, you need to you need to get the code at the at the end of the work. You need to the, the code uh, under no circumstances accept something different. Okay, it's very 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 important. We rescue other apps, other startups that they had issues with the previous developers that they didn't want to release the code. Is is something that is is a is a horror story. You paid thousands of dollars for something that even don't belong to you. It's like buying a car and the car is not yours. Buying a house yeah. and the house is not yours. Okay, it's, it's crazy. But this is one of the first questions that you need to do to the to the developers. Okay. Yeah, I've heard the same. I'm like, I can't get the code, right? Make sure, I haven't seen do a great job of that. Make sure you put it on Bitbucket. I know there's other ones out there, but some deposit, I think they're called a repository. What do they call it, Haim? But Repos code repository. Yeah, yeah, code repository. Code repository. So make sure you get your developer to upload it so that you can download it. And if you need a new developer or whatever the case may be, that code is yours in the future. Hey, Haim, I want to save the last two points, five and six. No, we have three more points. I want to save it for a little bit. Unless there, I want to make sure we have time for the audits as well. That's all right with you. Okay. And maybe we can interweave some of the points as we get into the app audit. But you know, you're my favorite guest to do this on. But we like to start off every app audit with some depth. All right. How about this? We'll do, we'll play for this. All right, Haim. If I lose, I will pay for coffee with Ali. Ali and I are going to meet up. He's in Walnut Creek right now. If you win, Ali's, wait, no. If you win, yeah, if I win, Ali, you pay. All right, there we go. We'll, we'll do it that way. <laughs> so you're playing for it on behalf of Ali. Ali, you cannot vote. All right. So put C if you thought Haim's joke was better. Put S if you thought my joke was better. Haim, you want to lead off or you want me to lead off? I'm going to start. Okay. Okay. So, what kind of theater do cows enjoy? What show? I mean, what kind of shows the the, the cows enjoy? Oh, what kind of shows do cows enjoy? Yeah, musicals. I like it. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, fine. Sticking on the cow joke. All right. Let me make sure I got the okay. right one. All right, I got the right one. I like that one better. Okay, here we go. I'm. What kind of magazines do cows read? I don't know. Catalogs. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Well, let's get into Luke's question first, let and then we'll the hit the app button. I'm sorry. Let the people decide. What? Who, yeah, let the people decide. Come on, people. It's on. You know, it's a big time. Ali and I are competing each other. So put C if you thought I'm joke was better and put S if you thought my joke was better. Let's get into that first app audit. Now, if you want us to take a look, just go fill out the form. I try to get one or two a week because I want a long list. But appmasters.com slash audit, appmasters.com slash audit. And our first one, huh? I mean, it's kind of hard not working off my real system, iMac system, just this laptop. All right, we've got Matthew, who's got this app, this musician that I will show, and he wants feedback on the store and IAP page. So I've been trying to get my, let's take a look at Matthew's app. I'll bring it up real quick. There it is. Hi, I'll let you lead it off. Is there anything from the 
Yeah, I'll try to zoom in. That way we can see it all on one screen on my tiny little MacBook. But is there anything from the App Store presence that you kind of want to highlight? Yeah, I would like the screenshots to explain the process. I mean, I see, I see the 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 the, the core of the app that is the the finger position, etc. Mm -hmm. But I will explain more about how to get into that into the core. Okay, there is some kind of tutorial. I don't know. Looks like uh, the design is nice for someone that is uh, already right. already understand. I think that that is the target anyway. Uh, for for musicians, okay, but I would like to see more mm -hmm. about the process of how we get there, the the onboard screen and etc. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's yeah, Matthew. If your last name is free, that's insane. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> Unless you're just trying to have the word free in your developer name, but that's pretty cool. I know people used to have like free games, free top games as their developer name for ASO. But anyways, I agree with Haim. I mean, he said perfectly. I have no idea what the app does. Now, granted, I may not be the right audience for you, but at the same time, if I am the right audience and finger, I put fingering charts, let's try that, try to say that really fast, fingering charts, and I find your app, you want to regurgitate the, the main keyword in your first screenshot. So you want to say number one or comprehensive fingering, fingering charts, the musician's notebook, and then explain. You're kind of just telling me this This is a wasted screen for screen. I have no idea. The text is tiny here, what you're trying to do here. I actually don't like these overlaps anymore. And the reason I don't like it is I want, given now Apple is allowing us to do A-B testing on screenshots, I want the flexibility without having to go to my designer to be like, let's just swap these two in there. So I don't, yeah, I think you need to do much more work when it comes to your screenshots here. Yeah, for example, if you see here, we see those screens yep. or part of those screens. That those should be at the beginning. Okay. Yeah, right here. Pick every. Yep. <laughs> I'm just laughing at fingering. What am I like a teenage boy? Okay, I want to look up the keyword fingering real quick just to see fingering charts, if there's any type of traffic on there. Because if there is, I don't know why it's not in the title and why Musician's Notebook. Maybe that's the right keyword that he's going after. And so maybe that's the, the title that he should have. But let's see if he ranks well for fingering charts. Okay, so it looks like there's some traffic for this. I just want to see if there's some traffic volume. Yeah, not a lot, not a lot, looks like. Yeah, that's, I didn't think so, okay. What about musicians? Musician notebook. No, uh, music or something like this. Yeah, might be too competitive though. There's a lot of that. There's like a lot of learn guitar. Okay, so he's number one. That that's pretty good. But I'm gonna assume since you're number one and you don't have a lot of reviews, that it probably doesn't have as much traffic as well. You know what's what might be interesting too. I'm and looking through these ASOs like the there's some keywords around like violin tuner right trombone everybody focuses on the guitar stuff and then not enough on these other maybe less popular apps but i think there's a market for this and if i were building an app that was a guitar tuner i might also think about trombone and you know cello tuners all this because it might be a better market i don't know i'm just kind of you get you brainstorming here as i'm looking at this yeah, you, you you don't lose anything too. If you try, 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, mm, mm, that's a teaser, huh? <laughs> yeah, so there, and there might be something here with the violin and all that stuff. Okay, let's take a look at the app. So I'm going to uh, switch my share screens real quick. All right. Oh, yeah, cool. All right, thank you, Melon. This is way easy. All right, let's do this. Come open the app. Not as cool with the crazy backgrounds anymore, but all right. Can you see the me moving the app at all? No. Because it's just stuck. No, me. Yeah, okay. Mm. Try again. It was black. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now you see it. Yeah. Here's the onboarding screen. Yeah. Welcome to Notebook, your source for conference and figuring charts. Pick any note. It feels long. I had one client, Heim, that went from you know, seven screens on the onboarding process to four, and he saw an increase in conversions. So this one has seven too, and it feels kind of long. Uh, if works in the favor of this app, it's very much specialized. So the people that knows what the, the app does or the musicians, maybe they will like the level of detail that the, the this developer is presenting, okay? Uh, I mean, it's, it's not the. I mean, if you don't know anything about music, it's true, right? Mm -hmm. But for someone that they will will work on this, maybe it's good enough. Maybe a skip button will work also, that you can skip. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're gonna go long, the right way to go long yeah. is to engage the audience, right? Nobody wants to like. If I'm doing a presentation. I got to get the audience to engage because if I just talk, nobody wants to hear it. Even the best speakers, unless you're like a stand-up comedian, you know, like they're just, you keep, nobody's going to keep that interest for that long. So I think the right way to do it is like, what is your favorite music? You know, what a kind of instrument do you play? Get users to engage. And we've actually seen an increase in subscriptions when you get users to engage. And I have a new onboarding flow that I've seen where during the onboarding process, the, the app, what it does is there's an app that's going to be, oh, we're doing this app review soon, but during the onboarding flow, it's asking questions, but it's also showing social proof. It has like testimonials. And so that video is coming up soon, but just for those who are tuning in, that's the way to do it. Like if you want an onboarding, get them to engage and then put some testimonials and all that jazz too. Anyway, adding a small skip button, maybe that we work on. If you want to jump, I mean, to to, yeah. to avoid the, the So I'm going to disagree with you, Aheim. I actually would not do a skip button. I just don't, because I want people to go okay. through the process. Like I, when I'm looking at fitness apps, they don't have that because they want you to go through that. And then the other app that I'm about to review that's making really good money, it's called Lucid, but they don't have a skip button. Okay. Either. It is a long process. You just have to go through it. So Matthew, what's missing is for me to upgrade, you know, like, I don't know what, where it is and i know you're probably thinking hey steve they can use it for 14 days and then they can upgrade but yo most people who buy will buy during this onboarding process so you got to show your paywall during the onboarding flow granted yes they have 14 days to try to do it i don't care you want to show that paywall and you want to have trials i feel, i feel pretty adamant about this during that onboarding screen you want to have trials now after the onboarding 
if you just put up here at the very top of, and I can't move my screen, but at the very top where the one, two, three, I want to show only 14 days left. You can do that. And then if that upgrade has no trial, that's okay. But I would still put a trial on the onboarding for this app. And that will that'll make you more money. Done, Matthew. Thank me later. You buy the coffee for Ollie and I. All right. Anything else you want to talk about here, Hein? No, no, that I was just listening to. I mean, it's very interesting to 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 see. I, yeah, good point to remember always to put the 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 option to obtain a, to purchase the the app subscription during this process. But really good point. All right, let's keep score. All right, Heim, you keep score for yourself. That's Heim, S one one two one three one four one. Ricardo, how dare you? Four two, four three, four four. Oh no, we need one more. Armando, you screwed up everything. You screwed up everything. We need one more vote. Tiebreaker. Come on, guys. If you didn't vote, don't vote twice. But if you didn't vote, who didn't vote? Uh, let's see. Let me go through. Matthew, you didn't vote. Or Luke, you didn't vote. So you better vote. Otherwise, okay. Thank you. There it is. Thank you, Luke, my man. <laughs> All right, Luke. So I'm. I, I win round one. Voting done. <laughs> I went round one. All right. Luke says, I think there's a danger with MVPs. If I bounce out of an app, delete it because it's not as good as competing apps, won't that be worse for app metrics than not getting the download at all? That's a great question. Uh, the, the idea is, uh, I mean, what, what is the, the other option to do an MVP? I mean, the the, the, the the option is to do a very long and big app that it will take a lot of time and money to develop. If you have that, okay, go with it. Uh, usually what the most uh, developers uh, prefer to do is uh, try to prove the concept, try to get feedback from users, okay? Uh, and but I, I mean, different strokes for different folks, you know, it's like... If you're a big company, you work in a different, uh, from a different position. You already have a lot of marketing because you're a big company, okay? They are already expecting something. You already have a customer base. It's different for someone that is trying to break out, okay, mm -hmm. uh, at the market. Uh, so they, they are starting small. Again, different approaches. No well, approaches. Yeah. This leads to you, maybe we skip ahead to your last point of your seven tips, seven pitfalls to yeah. avoid. I mean, I think that's, this is, this answers Luke's question. I agree with this too. Sure. The, the last point was, uh, the point number seven was, uh, feel free to fail. That mm -hmm. is the best way to learning. Okay. The, 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 sometimes there's so much pressure to not to fail that the best way, I mean, you usually you heard about Google failing on one product, Facebook failing on one product, uh, Amazon, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They don't have any problem in telling you this product didn't work well. Okay, so we are scrapping that, or we are taking this part and repurposing it for a different one. Okay, this is the best way to learn it. There is no way to have the, the the exact the exact formula, the precise formula to to create something, not a sound. Not a TV show, not an app, okay, not a car, 
that is already already 100% guaranteed that will work. Okay, yeah. so the next time try to fail less or try to use your your experience to make something better. Okay, it's not a shame to fail. Just relax and 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 and, and keep working and moving on. Yeah, I agree. And you know, to answer Luke's question, look, if they delete their app, your app, that's fine, right? Like you you have other people it's just one person and they might find another one and they might just love that app right and so they might go to the next app but you have more opportunities as long as you can fix that and that's you know facebook all these big guys weren't perfect in the very beginning and i think there's been some cases where you know i'll look at an app like oh it's so stupid and then i'll come back like why does everybody keep talking about this app i'll come back and i'll start using that app again so i think i agree with you i fail fail often don't run up your, I think what Jaime and I are trying to help you do is avoid spending so much money on trying to build a perfect product and just learn, like spend, use my, use that building, the, the, the thing that you would have done to build it, spend it on marketing a little bit, then build more features, then spend, build it, build it on, spend it on marketing, build more features, spend it on marketing, and go step by step. There is no, basically, I don't know, I don't know if someone knows that, but there is no formula for creating yeah. something that will, will will have success. It's not formula to anything, okay? I mean, you have already um, advantages in your back if you're a big company. Yeah. Because they, there's a difference between, between me creating an app and Apple creating an app. It's totally different. They The people just will get to them to ask about this app and to me, no one knows me, so so no one will come to me. What is the new thing that you are preparing? Okay, so big companies they have their marketing already done. They have uh, why a big company buys a smaller company because they already saw that the smaller company did something that worth the money. Okay, will add more value to his company. It's cheaper for them to buy something that works than to start from scratch. It's cheaper, way cheaper because. They, no one can tell you when the success. I mean, the succeed is is uh, about. I mean, there is no formula. Okay, so yeah. what you can do, and because of this, uh, is something called experience that they will they will ask you how many times you failed before you did this. Okay, uh, every I think that everyone knows the story about the 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 studio that that built the uh, Angry Birds. How many yeah. games and versions and. Um, and, and all kinds of stuff they did before Angry Birds. And Angry Birds was something like, okay, we just did it. They did not replicate Angry Birds. They cannot find something similar. I mean, they had it all, <laughs> all, the, true. all the fame, all the everything. They cannot replicate it. Yeah. Candy Crush, what they did after Candy Crush. All right, let's they move on. Time. They made yeah. They you actually won. So I'm going to give you round one. All right, Ollie, give you round one. All right, you're playing for Ollie. All right, let's 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 get into, and I, Luke, what you can also do is you can launch in different countries. I think the market's big enough that I wouldn't be afraid of getting an app deletion. But if you're that cautious about it, I think the right way to do it also is maybe launch in different markets, like tier two, tier three, and then move up to tier one. All right, we got, let's answer Johnny's question really fast. Johnny says, what is your opinion on building apps through no code or low code? My opinion. Yeah, what's your opinion on it? It's a, it's a no-go because you will you will spend some money, even a few bucks, in building something that cannot grow. 
Okay, let's suppose that worked. Okay, uh, tell me one one successful thing that was built on no code yep. or low code. I think Is it depends. A, if you just want to, it depends on your model. Look, if you're trying to build yeah. a a really elegant, useful app, then you don't do that, right? I think code, no code, low code, very hard to do because it is glitchy and their support can, there's a lot of problems with going no code that I've already talked to the other developers. But if it's yeah. just an MVP or you're selling a course or you're using the app to support a course, then maybe there are reasons to do this, to save money on development. But I would say if it's going to be an app only, hey, this is how I'm going to monetize within the app, then I would prefer to not use low code. Like if I was talking to an influencer, I'm, and maybe they wanted a workout app for all the people that they already subscribe on the web, then maybe, right? Maybe, because you already have the funnel. You don't need downloads and they already love you, right? But if you're just relying on app revenues, maybe I would, I personally wouldn't do it. And, and, and a small caveat at this stage today, 2022, for me, it's a no. I don't know in two, three more years when the technology, I mean, make a jump. I don't know. In fact, we are building a lot of apps today in my company with React Native. But two yeah. years ago, we didn't touch it because it was not the was not something good in our creator. Okay, but they they evolved and evolved and evolved. Up to today, you have a very solid platform. Okay, so today works. Two three years ago, but with no code or low code today today 2022 for me. Personally, it's a no-go. We will see in the future. Okay, so it's it ever-evolving market. So. Great answer. I like it. All right, let's see if we. I'm gonna try to end at 10. I got other things to do today that restricts my time. Nikhil. Okay, Nikhil. It's the same Nikhil. All right, he's got an app that is calming sounds for kids. Here it is. All right. So. Anything off of this that you want to talk about, Han? The the design looks pretty much nice. Yeah, the, I like the, it. I mean, for for a, for a, for a calming sounds for kids looks really really nice. Maybe maybe my two cents is if it's for kids, just do. It. I know what it, what means kids. Kids is two years, three years old, or mm -hmm. almost teens. Okay, this look like a more mature into the kids area. Those kind of illustrations, really nice illustrations, really professional mm -hmm. illustrations. Maybe look for bigger kids and not for so small kids. It's just that. Other than this, I like it very much. I will download this app based on those designs, but I'm a grown, I'm an old guy, not, not a kid. Okay, so... Yeah, I like it too. Okay, I want to do some keyword research for you. Man, this laptop is so tiny. It's working kids music. So I'm just worried that there's just not a lot of volume for kids. I like the kids market and that speaks to what I was talking about earlier about the Nikhil, about making sure that, you know, you start, instead of going after calming sounds or sleep sounds, you know, you're going after calming sounds for kids. I think the problem is, I don't know if there's enough volume for that particular term. Now, in the future, Nikhil, if you're developing apps, you want to do some keyword research first. And then this developer, developer code right here up top, you want to have the keywords that you want to target 
in there. So it could be Nikhil.calming.sounds.4kids. And then here you can start even the developer name, which you can easily change within Google. You want to have some keywords in there that are relevant to the keywords you're going after. So from the ASO perspective, with Google, you know, they're always different. So what I would try to do is let's let's take a look if Moshi is here on Android. Yeah, it is. So I like to do this like for all the Android users out there or developers out there. If there is an app that is iOS only, then think about making something on Android that is interesting because you can completely leverage that brand and gain traffic. I've heard from developers who've done that either for apps that are not available on iOS, only on Android, or vice versa. So from an ASO strategy, think about that too. All right, let's get into the app itself. Need some feedback here. Apologize for the, the crazy background. Let me see if I can fix it. Whoa, okay. So he launches with just the paywall. Nikhil, you do not want to do this. You do not want to just have a paywall by itself like this. That should not be the first thing I see. Again, I apologize for those watching the video because the, the backgrounds, Nikhil's background is very similar to my background. But yeah, you do not want this. You want to go longer. I like the pricing. Let's see if there's a seven day trial. Yeah, there's no trial. So this is about bad, really, really bad onboarding. You want to remind people just like the beautiful screenshots that you had on your right here on your app store page. You want to remind people of all the things that you have in your app, about three to four, five screens, let them swipe kind of like what we just did with Matthew's app. And then you show them the paywall. And even on this paywall, you want to have trials. We have a case study with one client who did it exactly like you did. He had an onboarding process, by the way, but he showed a paywall with no trial and he was getting no sales whatsoever. We added the trials. We, we saw a 420% increase in sales, sales, not activations, in sales after adding the trials. So super important because people don't want to commit to just paying you without using the app. So if you give them seven days, they at least get seven days to use the app and then they can cancel if they don't want it. So yeah, I think this... The text here, the unlock all sounds, remove sound, remove ads, it, it's too small. It's like you such you have such great designs and such great you know, typology or something like that too. But this font is tiny compared to like the weight of every the entire page. It's just so much empty space. It's a it's a very, very simple change that he has to do. So my, I mean simply adding three screens, four screens yeah. of those nice screens. And then uh, put in this and then trial also. Okay, yeah. enable a trial. Uh, it's not that hard to, to modify. It's, it's what you are uh, recommending is perfect. Yeah. yeah. How long would that take, Heim, from a development perspective? I don't know. Two days, three days yeah. maximum. Cool. Not I like this ad at the bottom. I think what I would almost try to play around with is, look, Android users just are not going to pay. And I know... It sucks because it's a kid's app, but one of the things I would do is probably have that banner right here on the main page, right here, and then but during the onboard. Just a question. 
Do you see the language, the visual language talks to a kid or an adult? Oh, right here at the bottom of the ads? Yeah, they're probably going to be for adults. Yeah, that's a good point. The ads are probably going to be more towards adults too. So that's a problem with being a kid's app. The, um, and this is, and I know it's going to suck, but like I've seen apps do this and they do it pretty well where look on the paywall, let's pretend we're on the paywall again. You get this and then you hit X and then they show me an interstitial and that does pretty well because it kind of says, Hey, look, you want to remove ads? And I'm kind of saying, no, I don't by pitting the X. And so by showing me an ad there, maybe an interstitial or something else, that is a good, interesting ad model. So I'm speaking generally, not specifically for just kids. Cause it might just be like, kids might just be like an ad buy, but I'm <laughs> sure a parent is probably using it to put the kid like here, go to sleep, go to sleep. And this is what I'm imagining. Heim. This is what I would be doing with my kids. Okay. I want to look at the second open. Cause I do feel like, a second open. This is partly what I said in my presentation that promotions do work. And so there's one app that we saw that was really driving home. Like every time you open it, they're like special offer. They hit a paywall. Every single open, they hit you with the paywall. And we've actually I've heard from other developers that that does work. So consider that, right? Like don't just wait for people to tap on this lock because they're not going to. If they see a lock, they know in my mind, I'm going to have to pay. So try showing, especially on Android, try showing this every time they open. And then we hit that X, maybe showing an ad. If I were an Android developer, putting this app, just not for kids, that's what I would be doing from a monetization perspective. All right. Haim, anything else you want to talk about with the app? No, no. Again, okay. the work, they did a lot of good work. Just small adjustments, I think that will make a big difference. Well, let me see if I can try to win. That was my best joke, and I lost it. So round two for the dad jokes. You want to go first, or you want me to go first? I can go first. I'm the winner. All right. You won that last one. You're winning. My so for the win, Haim, for the win. No, it's okay. Even we can get even. So it's, it's mathematically. It's, it's <laughs> my phone. Okay, go for it. My phone, we are talking about phones. My phone won't stop proposing me because it keeps giving me rings. Okay. I'm, what do you call a military full of babies? I don't know. The infantry. All right. <laughs> but I'm, but S, if you thought my joke was better, put C. And then if I'm wins this, Ali drinks on me when we meet up. Okay. Let's get into Michael. I see your question behind. If you can quickly go into six and seven of the pitfalls to avoid, and then okay. we'll take a number. Number six, uh, self uh, self marketing. Choose your team carefully. Okay, check. Uh, I mean, check other. If they can, they can show you previous work. Uh, if they can refer to other customers, what the customer think about that. Very specially, what the the, the customer's uh, um, price the most is not just the technical uh, quality of the team, but also the communication channel, okay? This will be a long process developing the app, so you need to be all the time in contact with the developer or the project manager, okay? There is a lot of cases where the developer is very good, but it's not communicative, so you cannot 
coordinate what is you you cannot know what is going on okay up to the last time the last minute so take in account that it's not just the technical ability to develop something it's about the human uh, uh, characteristic of communicating well okay to coordinating to be a serious person okay so pick the team or the developer very well is something that is not a simple task of course, that you can always have a b7dev.com. I take care of other projects. I'm the project manager, so it's self-promotion. Thank you very much. And uh, the number six is don't be shy to show your idea. This is a common fear against the developers. Yeah. Don't be shy to show your idea to other people, even fellow apprentices. Okay, so very basic principle. You develop the app, you market the app, okay? If someone comes to steal your idea, they need to do exactly what you do, but better, okay? In order to, to make a success, they need to do what you do, but better. If you imagine that all your friends, all your family, all your competitors will do exactly the same, I'm not sure. I mean, again, a, a Candy Crush took the classic... A, 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 game of, you know, the, the, you pick the, the similar pieces, but did it better, okay? But then being pregnant is far harder than coding. Yeah, could be. We uh, <laughs> learned on that and suffered this from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, yeah. So um, they did it better, okay? Mm. Uh, the, 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 the iPad was not the first tablet that existed on the market. They mm. just did it better, okay? Marketed better did a better product, okay? So everyone knows that they are working on a tablet. Everyone knows that they are working on, on the same product, okay? It just statistically speaking, we have the the, 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 the the chance that two or three people around the world have the same idea, doing the same thing that you do at the same time. Yeah. Tell me if all of them are succeeding just because the idea is the same. It's not, okay, you need to develop. You need to, to check it, that works okay. You need to promote it, there is a lot of work. You need to market it, okay, and you need to manage that. So just the idea, I mean, it's just another idea. We listen to really brilliant ideas. I listened, for example, 10 years ago to ideas that they they did not come to reality even today, okay? Mm -hmm. So don't fear to show or to talk about your idea to other people in order to validate your idea, to get feedback about your idea. Okay, there is a big difference between having an idea and developing and making it work. Okay, there is a big, 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 big difference. And don't be fearful, okay? It could be that someone takes a part of your idea and, and uses it for something else. It's not the same, it's not always the same, okay? Yeah, yeah I love it. Hey, look, check out B7ZB. The letter B, the number seven, dev.com. Mary, our mutual friend. Love Mary. Haven't seen her in a while, but, you know, she's left a great testimonial for Heim and his team. And look, Heim gave you some great advice that is not actually productive for his business, but because we want you to do well in the app business as well. Okay, let me get into some questions, final rounds. Co Captain Michael says, what advice do you have? Tips? For a landing page website for beta testing, what other marketing channels do you recommend aside from direct marketing? So I don't know, Michael, if you're Captain Michael, by the way, if you're asking for like website builders, I use Click Lead Pages 
personally, I'm moving our entire website to Webflow. So think about that for just building websites and then marketing channels directly. I mean, I think Facebook ads, especially if you're going to do a landing page, probably easier to track than you going to the iPhone. And then the other thing would be search ads, you know, Google ads. So like literally putting in the keywords, top apps for X, Y, and Z, sending them to your landing page and getting them there. So anything you want to add for that? I'm yeah, I mean, if he, he's meaning about direct marketing, about paying or paid marketing, today you have a lot of tools, influencers, TikTok, yep. Instagram, you can talk about how good your app is, uh, okay? And then um, they can go to uh, A-B test with the landing page, if that works. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, and lead pages, you can do that directly for True. that. Yeah. So. Yeah, you can do A-B testing on the fly through those, some of those platforms. All right, Luke says, what's the best way to get paid users onto your test flight? Luke, I'm not sure if you're asking if they've already paid and then you want to get them onto their test flight or you want to get them to pay first and then put them on your test flight. So not sure, but let's answer the question that we can. Yeah, if he can rephrase that, that would be good. Yeah, I'm going to assume the latter because that's the only one I can answer. So the latter, you can build a landing page just like captain michael get them to pay there and then send them the test flight obviously yeah. you so you kind of skirt through apple that's a that's one way and then for the other way i'm not actually sure how to do it the other way if they've already paid and you want to send the test flight i don't know how to do that is there a way to do that i'm is like can you restore purchases on the test flight no okay. i mean you because you need to authorize the, 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 the Apple or Google, this specific user. So you need to do um, it manually in the worst case. So this is a lot. Oh, uh, he wants to pay for users to get to Ted. So there's, there's betausers.com, I believe that's what it's called. You we, know, we are doing that with the, we are doing that with the, if I can name that, Sarah will kill me with Mingli. When yeah. um, uh, you can post a link. That link is a beta group, I mean, external testers group. Yeah. And they just subscribe through the link and they receive the external yeah. version. Okay. For the external testers group, they will receive automatically that, that version. But still, we are on the test flight mode. Yeah. It's not production mode. Okay. Yeah. And I think 10,000 10, beta testers. Yeah. yeah, Luke, I would, I mean, I almost want the right beta, beta, beta testers, beta, beta testers too. Like I don't want anybody using the app. So maybe even going after Facebook communities or Reddit communities, you know, we've had people, Chris, who made a quit smoking weed app through a Reddit community and built it from that and really, you know, grew his revenues, but you can use communities. So I almost, you know, I'm cheap, dude. So Ollie, hopefully you pick. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but the, I would try to go after communities, whether it's on Reddit or Facebook, and go for that. All right, Heim, let's let's go. Round two. Here we go. Steve, Heim. That's one one. Steve, thank you, Ollie. You always even voting for me. All right, cool. Two one. Two two. Three two. Four two. Five two. Six two. Yeah, All right, Heim. We got one more. So let's call that. A Steve win. One more tiebreaker. Do you want to go first? This is for the entire coffee date with me and Ali. If I win, Ali pays. If Haim wins, I'll, I pay. Haim, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I can go first. 
All right, how, my friend. How do trees do business? How do priests do business? Trees, 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 the plants, trees. Oh, how do trees do business? Okay, tree how? Business. Through logistics. I saw that one too. I'm glad I didn't pick that one. <laughs> I saw that one too. <laughs> All right, I got one that I didn't use last week. All right, guys, I need everybody to vote. All right, please. Haim, did you hear about the French cheese factory explosion? The brie was everywhere. Whoa. All right, guys. Good that good. is My it. <laughs> Put S if you thought for me. Put C if you thought it was Haim that wanted. And Ali and I will figure out a time to get together. I really am more energized after this. One of the things I'm going to end with too, the things that I learned from the, the event yesterday was, look, there's opportunities for growth. And kind of like what Haim said, like I met some people just making ridiculous apps, right? Like ideas you never heard about. And they're just, it's indies, right? They're not, they're not, they're not, they're just small guys like us. And so the opportunities still exist. I think the opportunities for me are from what we've learned is people who activate a trial time and then cancel that trial, that win back rate, Revenue Cat said this, David from Revenue Cat, is about five to six percent. So most of the time, they're not going to resubscribe if they've activated the trial. So it speaks to volumes of how to try to get people to activate a trial, how to do use promotions without trials. I think that's a big opportunity there. And I'm really focused for me anyways, from a monetization standpoint, because that's how I think about growth these days is how do I maximize every little funnel and not just like the onboarding to paywall funnel, but like from people who tap start trial and then hit cancel or people who start a trial, how do I make sure they don't cancel that trial too? Because getting them back in super hard there so anyways anything you want to end with heim no no that's okay that's... love it okay heim yeah. let's let's tally up the yeah. scores here we go yeah. Yeah. talk about the about debris definitely like i am I, i'm right. still uh, recovering myself <laughs> well nobody likes the debris joke <laughs> matthew gave you heim so heim's winning one to two for me thank you yash one to three he's Captain Michael says I support Heim. Two to three, two to four. Oh, four. Uh, look at Adrian. You're just cold. You're just like sticking it in my heart and just twisting like multiple times too. You don't just twist once. You just go 360 rotation. All right. Well, congratulations, Ali. Let's meet up. Coffee's on me. And then let's see. Nikhil says, I want to release my Android apps on iOS. Should I? Oh, okay. This is a great question for you, Heim. I want to release my Android apps on iOS. Should I use React Native or Swift for that? Either way, uh, the thing is that with React Native, you will have two versions. Android, what you already have for Android, and the new export for iOS. Uh, it's up to you. I mean, both of them, you need to start from scratch. So <laughs> I will I will check what the, what is the cheapest way for you to get a, a, either a Swift developer or React developer for that. Okay? Uh, it's, it's up to you. I like it. Okay. Once again, guys, it is... B, letter B, the number seven, dev.com. It is also linked up into the show notes along with Heinz LinkedIn if you want to say hi and connect with them there. But if you're looking for an app developer 
firm, app development firm that I know, trust, been using them since 2013. I've been a longtime friend since then. Almost 10 years, I'm almost 10 year anniversary for us. It is the letter have, B, the number seven. On my, on my score. I'm sorry? I had hair on my score back then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we should. I should look at your photos from back then too. Adrian okay. even says, "Hey, I'm a client of Himes right there." Yeah, yeah. So. That's why he's like twisting me, he's twisting me, man, twisting me. All right, thanks, thanks, Luke. Thanks for joining. Hey guys, next week we're gonna have Niels from Singular. So they are a mobile attribution partner, and we're gonna talk all about having the right infrastructure for your app to scale properly. So I even work with a lot of big develop big names I'm, that don't have the right marketing infrastructure. So we don't know. We're getting all these elements. We don't know what's happening past that. So we know how much they're getting. This marketing channel is performing coming from a cost per install, but is that really a profitable channel? So we're going to talk all about how do you make sure your marketing infrastructure is set up properly so that you can scale. So join us every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. And all right, Captain, since you're the captain, do you think we should trust VCs? Sometimes they have competing apps in their portfolio. You can you can trust no one. Basically, <laughs> uh, they are seeing hundreds of ideas every month. So VCs is like, yeah, well, I mean, another thing is the, their business for VCs is uh, to finance other people apps and not to build those from themselves. Maybe they can take some idea of what you brought to other apps, similar apps. I will search before about the VC if they have something similar to what you are offering. Okay, yeah. but as trusting, it's like a, it's a gray area. Okay, so they, I mean, you can trust me when when we develop the app that we won't sell the information or the process to anyone else. But for a venture capitalist. I, I I cannot, uh, I mean, everyone is different. I know very non-reputed and very serious capitalists, but uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's a big world, okay? So I will always take it with a grain of salt, doing some research before what they are, are, are uh, having into their own portfolio, okay? But mm -hmm. for sure, the only sure thing is develop fast, release and then test and, and improve yourself. And the only safe or, or sure thing that I know. All right, here's what I would say, Captain. I would say, look, we work with competing apps too. It's not like, you know, we just, we try to push for both, right? We, it's not like we're trying to root one over the other. So if it's a trustworthy VC, then, you know, they're gonna make bets. Maybe I'm sure there's some VCs out there, venture capitalists who, or who invested in Lyft, who invested in Uber. And they're just like, look, there's a market for both. You guys, there will be some winner. Well, I want to win with both too. And so I don't think it's such a bad thing that there's some competing apps. Maybe they're just making a bet on the market versus the idea or the company. And maybe that's the case, but look, we're all winning to win. So I think trust is depends on the, the person, right? So another point is Steve, how much time it would take for him for a virtual capitalist Honestly, to see that you release the app, download the app, see what you do, yeah. and say, okay, I want this for another app. I mean, it's, it's, it's completely, I mean, it's not sure way to, to, to prove this, okay? It's, life is like this. I mean, uh, yeah. they, are, they are taking uh, ideas from each other, 
you will do it with your, your touch, they will do it with their own focus. I mean, the only way to move ahead is move ahead. It's not mm -hmm. the, I mean, if you are feeling that he will take me the idea and the other one will take me the idea and this will copy me, you you cannot move on with this fear, okay? It's just yeah. stopping you from doing anything. And, okay. and trust me, trust me, I listen to ideas, a lot of ideas every week. You will have another great idea in the next week, the next, next month, the next year, after you gain or you fail, or, okay? I mean... The brain is always working. You cannot stop the brain to, to, to work. You will get another great idea. Go for it, do it, or, or, or just scrap it and move ahead. Okay, it's not that you will have just one idea in your life. Okay, you will have ideas every day. I mean, every every time that you take a short time, I gotta stop you. We get it. I gotta stop you. You're going too long. We gotta go. All right, we gotta go. You have multiple ideas. Don't worry. I agree with him on that. All right. Sorry. Ali says, thanks. This is an awesome episode. Of course, it was awesome. Drinks on me. And then Ricardo, I love his, his thing. See, sorry, Steve. Just get the man his drink. I love it. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, Captain. Thank you, Haim. Next week, we're going to have Singular. Join us every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. Have a great weekend, guys. I hope to do more in-person events of my own. But if I can't do that, I want to do more of this in 2022 and definitely the rest of 2022 and definitely 2023. So I hope to see you guys in person. Just re-energize after being around so many great entrepreneurs. So hope to see you guys in the next year. All right. I'll see you next Friday. Have a great weekend. Bye. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.